Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our GYST podcast, where we help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another edition of your favorite podcast, the GYST podcast, also known as Get Your Shit Together. Sorry, we didn't tell you ahead of time that you're supposed to. <laughs> you didn't cuss. brief the man. I thought I, I covered was, everything except for the cuss word. I know. I was you're thinking that so thorough. Like as you were doing it, yeah. I was like, oh fuck, we didn't tell him. Yeah. In case you're wondering, by the way, listeners, who him is? <laughs> we have a guest. I keep wanting to say, I know your last name. I was going to say a different Kevin's last name. <laughs> he used to work there as well. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to put people on blast. But <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Okay. Well, I'll tell you later. We have a guest today. Amit and Kamal are laughing in the background right now, like dickheads. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing you today Kevin Barquist of American National Insurance. American National Insurance. My man, thank you. You've got Kyle Reed as always. Rohit Rohila. And we're bringing you another fantastic episode. Rohit, what is today's episode all about? Today's episode is about getting your sh together. What specifically? Uh, covering your ets. Your what? Your ets. It's a word. You can say it. Oh, covering your assets. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Rohit is a man who does not like to cuss. He's really <laughs> awkward sometimes. So, the reason, so how this all came about, I've known Kevin Barquest now for years. And the other day we were having lunch and he was talking to me about insurance. And Kevin, I'm... Just honestly, I had no idea who my insurance is through, how much I'm paying because it's rolled up into my mortgage. Um, I don't know what's covered, what's not. I had no idea. And so from there, we were like, well, you know, let's just do an episode because I think so many people are addressing insurance one of two things. One, I want the absolute minimum and never want to think about it. And two, ignorance is bliss. And they just, it can be so overwhelming that they just don't really take that much time and effort to put into it. So thanks for coming on. You know, really appreciate everything that you're going to be talking about. Hey, thanks for having me. But before we continue, did, did, you, did you get your shit together? With what? No, I, I still don't know my <laughs> shirts oh, is through. <laughs> you know what? I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> you... Who, me? Don't know your agent. Yet no. you know an agent. Who? <laughs> Not really sure. I, I don't, oh! I don't, I don't, I don't you know, it's funny, too. At lunch before you got there, we were just... Oh, what about you? You did the exact same thing. But I had totally forgot, and I took care of my stuff before you had mentioned this episode. And then when you mentioned the episode, that's that's right. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about Kevin. Yeah. And I don't hardly talk to you that much, though. True, but, true. Um, not a uh, shitty excuse, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um... But uh, I don't yeah, anyway. all remembered. That's true. But, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Gummel, do you recommend him? Oh yeah, definitely. That was great stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doing trends a lot. Yeah. There's a reason why I'm not in this episode. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, it's great stuff in there. Oh, yeah. And the insurance packet? You were excited about that shit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, was, or was it just easy to talk to? It was pretty easy to talk to. Oh, okay. It was really good. <laughs> good shit. Yeah. Well, I, where do we start with this one? I mean, you know, I feel like it sounds like insurance is a fucking boring topic that nobody wants to talk about, nobody knows about. You don't even know your agent. 
I when you asked me earlier because we were just shooting the shit about it, I was like, I can't remember if I have farmers or State Farm. I always get them confused. Yeah. Let me check. I just got it a few months ago, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I don't even remember. So, it's stuff like that. I feel like insurance is something people get because they have to, not because they see the value. Absolutely. And part of that is not really their fault. I mean, the state mm-hmm. says, hey, you have to have it. And their agent, once they have it, they don't ever talk to them again. Yeah. I mean, literally, the agent doesn't call them. They don't communicate with them. They get their stuff in the mail or online, and that's it. Sweet. I mean, there's there's no reason to communicate with them, really. Sounds like a sales rep by some of our competitors. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Other podcasts? Yeah, that. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it makes sense, and that's why... I feel like with the online marketplace now, there's so many things you can do online that you don't require human interaction with anymore. And people are almost okay with that. Yeah. But when I was going through the process, I wanted to be able to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. That was so awkward. Why? Just just picture over my shoulder, things loud, discharging, and you looked really creepy. And audience, if you don't know what we're talking about, you should check out this video on YouTube. All right, all right. Um, in my experience, though, I wanted to be able to talk to somebody and be like, you know, with homeowner's insurance, you're kind of like, um, I don't want to just get that shit online. I got quotes online just so I knew where to go for pricing, so I knew exactly what was covered, how much it was going to cost. So when I went to talk to a couple of people, I knew where the ballpark was, right? Um, but I did not at all intend to get homeowners online. Did you? No. Um because I got it, like I was telling you, it was, I, it was just rolled up in my mortgage. Who recommended it for you, though? No, like, I don't know if the insurance agent had a partnership with my mortgage. It was just like, here's your, here's your mortgage payment, and uh, the insurance rolls up under it. So Did you tell them anybody? I don't even remember. What's, yeah, yeah, the, the money goes into a... Uh, what do you call that fund? It's not uh, like a trust, but it's like it, a... It's an, it's an escrow account. Escrow. But the thing about homeowners insurance is you have to sign a document for you to <laughs> truly be covered should something happen. And unfortunately, mortgage reps are not allowed this. to be licensed insurance agents. No. Because yeah. I can't sell both to you. Well, I know that um, when Dan McCain broke his arm wrestling in my backyard... Oh, shit. Um... It was a nasty break. He, he was able to call my insurance and, and get some thing, so I guess it worked. So you do have insurance is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean... Well, his money's yeah. going somewhere. Yeah. It's going into an escrow account that's being funneled offshore. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. So what are, what are things that we should look for? Because, so obviously it's working for you, right, in your scenario, but you probably have no clue what you're paying, what the average is. Not at all. What are some things that our listeners can do to prevent that? Because I didn't know either. I, I went with somebody that I knew, that I trusted, um, and the price point was actually better than most of the online quotes that I got. Well, it was a little bit more than one, but cheaper than a couple of the other ones. Um, so I figured it was in the ballpark, and I trusted this person. I knew that I had someone to call. What do you recommend people do to avoid that from happening? So it's actually a pretty common practice, unfortunately, but... Find an agent that you can go talk to, mm-hmm. whether it's in person, over the phone, at least email. So you at least can put a face to the name and you can physically go in yeah. and have a conversation with someone about it. Um, there's a lot of different things that happen when you're getting homeowner's insurance. And 
that could be buying a house. So you're dealing with closing and you just need to get it done because your lender's trying to get just get it done because they've got to do all their stuff. <laughs> yeah, they don't care but, about anything else. Yeah, but then <laughs> you've, you, as a, a homeowner, you've got to make sure that you're covered in a variety of different scenarios. Someone falls off a trampoline, someone breaks their arm. <laughs> you know, all those random things that can happen because if you have a stranger come onto your property, they're all of a sudden your responsibility. So if they slipped on some ice and they decided that, oh, hey, you know, I'm really injured and I'm going to sue you, you need to make sure that you've got the coverage to be covered should that type of scenario happen. Um, same type of thing for auto insurance. It's that liability. You could be the best driver in the world, but let's say you hit a patch of ice. I know a customer from past experience where they did hit a patch of ice. They were in a big SUV and hit a car that had five people in it. Oh, shit. You know, they had the state minimum. Well, the state minimum is not enough to... Take, take care of you know those five people that went to the hospital. Mm. So there's a lot of a lot of different things that come into play, and when you don't have the coverage that you need, there's a lot that's at, at risk. Your house, your car, your uh, cash that you may have in in the bank, um, stocks, bonds, retirement accounts. So when we talk about covering your assets, what, what so specifically assets? It could be anything. It could be anything. All the things you're mentioning, they're all assets. It could even be your income and wow. future income because your wages could garnished potentially wages. get garnished. No bueno. Yeah. No, no bueno at all. It's a good thing that your uh, lender decided, well, this motherfucker hasn't told me who he wants to go through for homeowner's insurance, so they just got someone for you. Yeah. I need to have Kevin take a look at it. I don't know. Because <laughs> I think that brings up another point. Because I, I just thought of this right now. It, it, it wasn't part of what we did earlier, but so many, like when it comes to car repairs, right? Mm. People don't know anything about it, so they're afraid to get their car repaired. And same thing with insurance. I don't know anything about insurance. So how do I know if I go to someone and they're like, oh, yeah, here's what you need. And in the back of their mind, they're like, okay, my BMW's taken care of. My next vacation's taken care of. Are there any resources available to where I can find out? Like, you know, like you said, make sure someone that you can uh, visit in person or, or anything like that. What else can I do to know who I can and cannot trust? Um, you can check out the Washington State Insurance Commissioner's site and actually look to see if their license is active and if there are any active or prior complaints against them Ooh. Uh, that, that were filed with the state. That's with a, that particular individual provider? With with that individual. Got not, it. Not even the company, uh-huh. but, but the individual itself. Okay. Um, Check out Better Business Bureau to see what type of experiences people are having um, with that company. Uh, Also check out their financial rating. So there's something called Fitch Mm -hmm. uh, Financial Ratings and AM Best Rating. If that's below an A, you really got to start to ask questions on how viable they're going to be should you need them. So the bar is high. It is. I haven't gotten A's in a while. <laughs> well, in your defense, you're also not in school. This so, is true. So this that's true. probably a good thing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and just to let everyone know, um, we'll make sure to get all these notes on our website. Yes, yeah, so you can check out these sites in, in these resources. This is stuff that I didn't know, obviously, right? I mean, I went into the process and I had questions, but I didn't know what questions I had. I know if my questions were relevant. And like Roy had mentioned, you're scared. You don't want to look stupid or feel stupid if you ask a question that you maybe think that people should know this or whether or not the question is even relevant, right? 
So what are some questions you think people should ask, whether whether it's for homeowner's insurance, car insurance, life insurance, anything of that nature? There's a variety of different questions that anyone should want to know. And the, the first and most important, and it's going to sound silly, but why? Mm. why? Why are you recommending that I have this coverage at all? And why are you suggesting that I have the limits that you're you're offering here? Nice. And there's a, a lot of different reasons that people have for needing insurance. There's also a lot of different reasons that people could offer a certain type of insurance. If they can't or don't want to answer that, I would be worried. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it, it's a pretty basic. You might want to call someone else. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Why? Absolutely. Because if the only answer in their head is because I make more money. Yeah. And they don't know what to tell you. Right. Maybe you shouldn't get it. Or you should talk to somebody else. It, exactly. And the, the thing is, is there are people that could do that. Mm. However, insurance is based off of what if. Yeah. So I could offer you the world of coverage, but if I can't illustrate how that's going to protect you, that should be that should be a concern. Yeah. That's good. So ask why. In, like with homeowner's insurance. I'm going to keep going back to Rohit's thing because you had an incident here. Should what? we toss that picture up and that video on our website? Man, I'll let you make the call. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, don't even say it. We'll you just... go to our website for episode 82. You are going to see the video of uh, the person I mentioned before, Dan McCain, uh, breaking his arm at my house. So, just a warning. <laughs> <laughs> it's graphic. Um, if something like that, like, like that were to happen, an accident, what type of, what type of aspect of the insurance does that go under? Um, Personal liability? Not necessarily. So there's a couple different types of coverages built into a home policy that would cover that. Okay. Uh, the first that's going to kick in is going to be the medical portion. And that's usually anywhere from one to $5,000 in payments. It doesn't count as a homeowner's claim, which is kind of nice, so your rate's not going to go up as a result. It's just kind of a freebie, if you will. Got it. Now, if it goes beyond that point, it does extend over into the liability, and that would cover any additional medical payments, um, you know, hospital, doctor's trips. Well, here in the great United States of America, we have a fantastic healthcare system. There should no... Be no charges over five thousand dollars, right? Right, never, <laughs> never, never at all. And then, in addition to that, you know, if if it's a stranger, there's a higher probability that they're going to want to sue you, oh, and man. all of those types of uh, costs are going to be covered by the liability as well. Got it. And any settlements as a result of that would be covered. Attorney fees, all that. And what's a typical? And that'll have a separate maximum. Yeah. Payout, right? Is that per Correct. individual or per instance, or how does that work? Uh, per occurrence, yeah. Per occurrence? Yeah. Okay. What's the, what's the number that we should be looking at? Uh, minimum number for a homeowner should be 500000 and yeah. even, And even that's questionable. Just, oh, beca- really? just because if you end up in court, or even medical, I mean, you never know what you're going to end up paying out. I mean, simple yeah. simple surgeries can be, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars anymore. Yeah, and you're not um, paying... Uh, as an individual, if you have medical insurance, your insurance usually will cover, say, 80% of it, and you would pay 20%. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen in a case like this. You Correct. You are paying 100%. Yes. Yep, absolutely. And the unfortunate part about homeowner's insurance is there's agents out there that'll put you in 100000 liability. Oh. That may or may not cover an incident. 
wow, someone may or may not see you and put a lien on your house. I mean, a lot of things could happen. Someone gets drunk and drives through your garage door. That's a little bit different um, (laughs) (laughs) because you you, you don't have liability in that particular instance unless you did something outside of your house that caused that person to crash. Oh, got it, got it. Kevin, something you and I talked about when we were having lunch that day is, you know, how often should I talk to my agent to make sure that the plan I'm on right now is a good plan for me? Because, you know, things could change. Mm -hmm. Um, You even Kyle talked earlier, you know, if you add a trampoline, and that's what I wouldn't even think to call my agent about, be like, hey, you know, got a trampoline now. And so what's a good time span to have an audit with my person? So I personally reach out to all of my customers once a year. And it's up to them whether or not they want to to have that review. But I want to make sure that I'm reaching out to say, hey, you know, it's been a year. We should we should talk. Um, it depends on the person. Uh, if they want to reach out to their agent on how quickly things are changing. But if you're making modifications to a house, if you're adding toys, if you will, you know, whether that be a pool, a trampoline. How about a dog? Yeah, a dog for sure. Because oh. not, not all dogs are covered by your insurance. And you may find out the hard way if it were to bite someone. Wow, really? So breeds oh. of dogs. Oh, absolutely. Holy shit. Bre- wow. Bre- breeds of dogs are a big thing. And there are some breeds that no one will write. Well, not no one. There's... Company, so but, but yeah. you're, you're gonna pay for it. Like wow. my dad's Shih Tzu. Oh my goodness! Man, Sh- Shih Tzus are the worst. They're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Is there an annoyance clause in there? She's cute. I think we'll stop barking. She actually doesn't bark at oh, all. Oh really? Yeah, oh, that's very good. rarely. That's good. They, they got a meter for it. Only when I ignore her. <laughs> It'd be nice. <laughs> Only when you ignore her, like when Ahmed does Bowser. <laughs> so that's something you should look at. You got Gandalf. Yeah. Ahmed got a new dog, ladies and gents. Yeah, how are German Shepherds looking? Uh, German Shepherds usually okay with with most companies, but you do need to let them know. Yeah, for sure. So let me guess, Rottweiler. Rottweiler are okay with some, not with others. Pitbull, same thing. Uh, Staffordshire. Pitbull is almost always something you cannot have uh, in a home. Wow. Even if Um, they're trained with the accredited. Uh, correct. Even with that? Wow. Yeah, e- even with that, um, some companies do make you jump through hoops to be able to have them covered, or you're going to pay, pay a ton to have them. Wow. Otherwise, it's just not covered, not part of the policy. Correct. You have a dog, some in an incident with the dog, you're on your own. Um, well, no, they will not issue a homeowner's policy at all. At all? Oh. At all. Oh, wow. At all. Yeah. Wow. That's fascinating. I didn't know that. Yeah. It, it just depends on the company, though. That's crazy. Poor so definitely something thick. to look into. Absolutely. He doesn't have any more dogs. Hmm. But before, he couldn't get insurance on his house either. Oh, probably I don't know. He, like a he probably paid a lot of money. Million dollar mansion. I'm yeah. sure he had it. He just paid <laughs> out the ass for it. He didn't care. Yeah. I have 37 dogs. Write me a policy. <laughs> that's, so that's good stuff. That's things to ask I would have never thought of, right? I mean, I, and I think that's part of the battle is you don't know what you don't know when you're going into this as a consumer. Mm-hmm. Um, what should I look for? How should I address it? Another question is, what Rohit's going to do, and once I have a policy, mm-hmm. what are my options? Can I change that policy? Can I switch providers? When can I do that? What's the frequency? And what, if any, penalties would I incur? So in the state of Washington, there are no penalties to switch insurance whenever you want. 
uh, you can change coverage whenever you want. Mm-hmm. So let's say that you chose to go get the minimum coverage and you heard this <laughs> podcast and decided, oh, <laughs> hey, I should maybe actually find out what that Brian, means. Look at that. <laughs> um, you, you could go to your current agent even today, okay. tonight, if they were to answer their phone and say, hey. If they don't I, answer I, their phone, I, I get your fucking this. agent. Uh, right. No, <laughs> <laughs> My number is. No, yeah, exactly. It'll be on the that. website. Um, I mean, it, it makes a... It makes a difference being able to listen to something like this and be, be able to go change stuff right away. Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't do it right away and, you know, go learn about what, what you have and how you're covered, at least make a note so you do it in the future. Yeah. Because it's so important to make sure that you do have a quality coverage and you know what your portion of liability is going to be if something should happen, whether it's with your home or your auto business, you know, whatever it might be. Good stuff. So you're really just not trying to get us to spend more money. You're like legit trying to protect us. That's my number one priority. <laughs> my number one priority is, is not to push policies. My my number one priority personally is to make sure that I'm doing the right thing for my customers and helping them to see what their risk is should they choose not to listen. Got it. And, you know, finances can be a factor sometimes, you know, sometimes making that bump to a higher coverage is impactful. But I always make make notes for my customers to say, hey, let's talk, you know, six months from now. Yeah. See how your finances are doing, because this is where you should be and you should. This is why. Do you agree? Because the cost difference is a large pizza a month Ab- or it, something like that. It, it could be. I don't know. It, it could be more. Yeah. It, it depending depends upon where they're doing. Yeah. And driving history. And, you know, there's a lot of variables that go into that. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. Rohit so. has a speckled driving past. <laughs> Kev, so a question for you. Now, there's so many different insurance agencies yes how do i know which one to go to because they all can't be the same can they you know you know rohit it's they're very similar to each other that's that's the tricky part is they all represent companies that have the same basic mindset Mm -hmm. this is your coverage this is what you need to buy you're good to go now i'll call you never um, but there, there are right. there are becoming more and more agents where they reach out to their customers. They, you know, do personal insurance reviews. They, you know, have different types of events annually that they invite their customers to. Um, I just did an event with a real estate agent. Actually, it was mostly for his customers, but it's something that gave me an idea of things that I want to do in the future. It was a Seahawks game at a park. Oh, so we actually all got together, brought some food for his customers, and. We watched the Seahawks game against Green Bay. Nice. It was awesome, but just uh, really taking like the, a mixer of sorts. Exactly, and you know, taking the time to appreciate and value customers. That's extremely important to me. Um, part of my my personal goal is to give the Disney type experience, if you will, <laughs> because I want my customers to feel good about what they have, and I want them to want to come and talk to me about the questions that they have. I don't want them to just not. Um, where a lot of agents out there, unfortunately, they're hey. I got your money. We're good to go. We'll talk to you. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's about priorities. So good stuff. I like it. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly had a great experience as well. I mean, with, with mine, I, I was informed of a lot of things. I didn't feel like I was trying to be oversold. Um, even after the policy was done and closed and I was in the home, wanted to make sure that we had a meeting to go over and, know that I understood everything that was in my policy, everything that was covered, everything that wasn't covered. Um, and the cost difference, if I decided I want to cover certain things, I said, okay, you know, let me know what you think. There was never, 
you know, two days later, what do you think? What do you think? A week later, what do you think? What do you think? You know, I didn't get any of that. It was like, you know, hey, you know how to reach me. I just want to make sure you're informed. These are your options. These are the cost scenarios. Here you go. So I luckily had a good experience. It was last minute, right before things were ready to roll, ready to close. So it was like, let's just run with it, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Um, Which I'm sure that's a lot of people's experience. Oh, absolutely. You know, you call the first person you see, I was going to say in the phone book. No one uses phone books anymore. So how early should someone look? It's a very good question. Um, for homeowners, you're saying? Yeah. For new yeah. yeah so I, the question is, how early should someone, should a new homeowner look for? Yeah, I, you know, to help out your lender, I would say as soon as you are in contract and you know for sure the deal is going to go through. So okay. things to look for there would be, A, the seller accepted your offer. Yeah. And B, if you're going to have an, ex- an inspection, wait till the inspection is done. Got it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Makes sense. Yeah. Just to make sure that there's not so many things wrong that you don't want the home anymore. Yeah. Because usually inspection, you're going to have, well, shit, in Seattle, <laughs> pre-inspection or you're going to get in the house. Right. <laughs> um, but in a, in a less hot market, three to ten days or something like that, right? Usually, yeah. You would think. So you'll get that inspection period done. And you'll have a decision made, and then you can work on your insurance. Yep. Yep, exactly. Good shit. Good that, stuff. That way you're not wasting your, your own time. Yeah. I dig it. Do you have anything else? Yeah, there are just two things I wanted to say real quick. One, I think it's important to let people know, especially the people who are thinking ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. If I don't know what, what I'm doing and I know this is something I'm going to have to do, I'm just going to be like, you know, what whatever the minimum is or whatever you suggest, let's just go with it. This is your money. This is your future. The agent is working for you. You are in control, not them. So if it takes a thousand different meetings before you feel comfortable enough to do it, take that time. Like they're working for you. Yeah. And they, like Kevin said, he wants to do what's in the best interest of the of the individual policyholder. Mm-hmm. And if that's me, then I've got some questions, and if he really is going to take care of me, then I want to be able to have that relationship with him. And two, um, just so everyone knows, Kevin represents, um, not represents, but but everything that he says is at least applicable in the state of Washington. Um, so for those of you who are, you know, other Global states or anything yeah, like exactly. that, um, there's resources that you will have uh, for your particular state, province, country. Uh, so the recommendation is, you know, check out one of their resources. So I just want to say the majority of our listeners are in Washington State. So mm-hmm. I think you helped a ton of people. Awesome. You helped Rohit. Yeah. That's for damn sure. <laughs> and you actually already helped Como. Yep. True. Como just recently bought a house as well. Congratulations. Congratulations. Well, I think we're at time, guys. So let's go ahead and get with the two-minute takeaway. Today's episode was all about... <laughs> Did you notice that pause? I, I know. I wasn't sure if you guys want to do it or not. Today's episode was an episode about insurance, a topic that everyone thinks boring. But we decided to call it Cover Your Assets. <laughs> because that's really what you're doing. You're covering your assets. Whether that asset is your car, whether it's your home, whether it's your children, whether it's your dog, whether it's your parents. You want to cover the things you love. Maybe you shouldn't love material possessions, but you worked your ass off to earn them, whether that's a home or a car or a swimming pool or a trampoline. 
doesn't matter what it is. It's yours. Protect it. At the very least, arm yourself with the knowledge to know how to protect it. And if you still want to opt for the minimum, at least you know. You ask the questions. The risk is now yours. But arm yourself with the information available. Ask your insurance agent. If you don't know who your insurance agent is, I will challenge you right now to go find out. Check your email. When was the last time you got an email? Log in online to your policy. Do you even know your user credentials? Do you even know what website to go to? If you're not sure and you own a home, like the man that hosts this podcast every week, (laughs) talk to your lender. If you don't know where you got your money from, you got a problem. (laughs) But go and reach out. Car insurance, homeowner's insurance, life insurance as well. Life insurance... uh, I recently had a discussion with a good friend of mine about life insurance and he asked me to be able to make a decision on behalf of his life in the event that a couple other people were no longer around. It wasn't a first resort. I think I was a third resort or something to that effect. Um, I was deeply honored that he asked me that, but I also needed to be informed so I knew how he felt, so I could make this decision without my emotions in the way. And what he said was that life insurance is not for him. It's for his family. And that was extremely powerful. It's not, as a father, as a husband, it's not about you. That's not what you get life insurance for. You get it for your assets, the things that you love and you want to protect. So with that being said, GYSD podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in again this week. Um, I had fun doing this episode. I know that people say insurance is boring, but I had a good time shooting the shit with y'all. Good to see you, Kevin. My man Kevin is a Lakers fan, so I love this guy. <laughs> um, Lakers. Yeah. Um, we're going to have the resources on the website and a lot of our other sources as well. So GYSDpodcast.com, Facebook.com, backslash, get your shit together. I'm just going with you. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. Rohit's favorite, Pinterest. I say it every time, but it really is his favorite. It is. Leave the feedback on iTunes and Stitcher. And last but not least, follow us on our YouTube page. Oh, that's right. And you can get all the awesome video. Now, we're going to put the URL on the website. We don't have a custom one yet. Why don't we have a custom URL yet, Rohit? Because according to the Googles, you need at least 100 subscribers. 100 subscribers? 100 subscribers. We got more than 100 listeners. Y'all need to subscribe. To the YouTube channel. Yeah. We need a custom URL and we need your help. Yeah. So go out there, like it, share it, follow it, subscribe to it, and we'll see you again next week. Bye. Thanks everyone for tuning in to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together.